Hey, Joe. Good afternoon. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Happy so, February. Happy February. It's hard to believe we're already in February. That reminds me, wasn't today Groundhog's Day? Today was Groundhog's Day. And I heard that he did not see his shadow. Which means? Which would suggest an early spring. I love it. So for us. No, you don't. We've talked I, about I, you know, I, I know, but I'm actually, you know what? There's something, you know, I'm okay with the cold. It's really more about the sunshine. You know, so, uh, but welcome everybody to the, um, our second edition of the Mortgage Update with Mike and Joe. Obviously, you know, usually Joe and I start off by having a little banter regarding the bills, but we're going to, um, uh, obviously their season is done, but the Super Bowl Super Bowl's will coming be up. coming up. And I don't know about you, Joe, but I'm getting requests for a lot of Super Bowl squares and all that type of stuff. What's that your, time of year. Yeah. What's your Super Bowl? tradition look like you know just watch the game at home yeah i don't know if i'm gonna even watch you know no bills it's a little disappointing tired of the chiefs yeah i'll be rooting for the 49ers i know well i'll be rooting for them too you have to watch the halftime show right right so right um well shifting gears to mortgage um and real estate um a couple things that um we wanted just to share with everybody um is one joe maybe you could Give everybody just a, a quick update for those that couldn't attend uh, the NBA uh, forecast launch that, yep. or, that you guys had. Kind of, kind of what the highlights of of that were, and kind of where they can find it. Yeah. So every year, well, every year, we, this was an ongoing program for right. a long time. The right. NBA, in partnership with uh, the Russian Home Builders Association, GRAR, and Women's Council of Realtors, put on a economic forum and forecast. And you know, when COVID came, it kind of went away. Um, we picked it up again last year and, mm-hmm. you know, last year we actually started the event planned at Oak Hill and then based on the uh, attendance, we had to quickly change venues because we outsold Oak Hill yeah. um, and moved it over to the Doubletree and ended up with about 350 attendees. Um, this year we, we started at Doubletree because of the uh, success we had from it last year and ended up with about 375 people in the room. That's awesome. Um, and these were realtors, builders, attorneys. Um, we had some, um, Rep- elected officials there, mm-hmm. uh, representatives of towns, and and really, um, you know, we had a couple of um, initiatives we were trying to to launch. One, we had a speaker from the National MBA come in, and right. they gave a rundown on mortgage rates and and you know what's been going on in the economy, um, and really talked about everything related to mortgage. Jim did a small presentation on what you know what we saw in 2023 from a real estate perspective, what we what we're expecting to see in 2024. And then the, we culminated with a, a fireside chat um, with some uh, key figures in the Rochester community. So we had Bob Duffy from the sure. Greater Rochester Chamber, Matt Hurlbut from the Greater Rochester Enterprise, uh, Jim Barbado, the owner of Pride Mark Holmes, and Jim Yockel himself. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we really wanted to bring to light this housing initiative um, that we've been working on as a, as a group, um, trying to create find creative ways to um, reimagine how housing comes to light. Right. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of the strategies and the common problems that we're seeing, trying to find solutions that could potentially create more inventory and solve what's called this inventory kind of glut that we're in right now, where you have locked up inventory because you have uh, the older homeowners that would love to downsize, but don't want to pay more for a downsized house than what they currently have. Right. Um, and that's locking up that level of inventory. And then you have the inventory that I got a mortgage in 2020 and my rate's 3%, so I don't want to sell. 
um, and that's locked up some inventory. So we've been in a shortfall from a construction, new construction right. perspective for quite some time. Um, so continuing to just try and find creative ways to incent builders to build more, um, right. you know, make it a little easier, right? A lot of times uh, builders come up against, uh, you know, approvals mm-hmm. and getting the towns to approve what the project they're trying to do. Uh, so it was very insightful. Um, there actually are recordings uh, of the presentation that all three are broken out. So if you wanted to just watch one or you wanted to watch all three, um, they're on the Rochester Mortgage Bankers Association website. That's great. And so somebody could go in if they weren't able to attend and watch them. Um, you know, it is, uh, you know, when I, when I started the event off, you know, I, I said, we really, we brought this event back in the spirit of collaboration. Cause right. you know, even after, you know, you've been in the industry a little longer than I have, but even after 20 years in this industry, um, it's amazing every day, you know, to see the collaboration that exists amongst mm-hmm. different parties to make a transaction happen. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when a, when a group focuses on something and works together, you can make a huge impact. Yeah. I think this is something that, um, you know, on this on this podcast that you and I are doing, I think keeping that messaging alive, particularly in regards to as as we begin to make some progress in making some steps towards trying to address the inventory issues that are impacting all of us and doing kind of our part just to continue to keep that alive. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, all right, well, listen, before we talk about the, um, what's going on in the market with rates and so forth, just wanted to remind everyone that GRB, that we're going to host our, our second survive and thrive event. Um, it's going to be uh, held on February 15th at Monroe golf club. We're excited about this really the the, the purpose of this, Joe, as, as you know, is to really have a conversation with other agents that are, you know, very much at the top of their game where they can come and kind of share what they're doing differently in 2024 compared to what they did last year, knowing that it's still a very tight environment that we're in. And, and they're going to be very forthright. Um, we have an appraiser that will be there as well that will be kind of talking about what's going on in regards to, to comps and pending sales. Um, obviously, you, you know, being there as well, kind of give an update on all the different products and programs that are out there. The, the marketplace, Jim Yackel will will be there as well. So we got, a, I think, a really good group. So um, there's limited space. So yep. if you're interested, we encourage you guys to to uh, sign up and we're looking forward to it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this is our second annual Survive mm-hmm. and Thrive, right? And we did it last year and it was it was well attended. And, and, you know, even if you come to this event with the intention of just networking, right, mm-hmm. you may pull a good tidbit out of it. I know there were right. some good strategies that came out of last year's event right. um, that people still talk about today. So I think that uh, you know, if you have the time and you're free, February 15th, it's the day after Valentine's Day. Right, 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 so right. Valentine's Day is out of the way. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it was a good event and we have some great speakers lined up. Yep. So excited for that. Yep. And uh, and we will feed you as well. So, Absolutely. all right, Joe, so let's talk about the market. So obviously we're only one month in, but, you know, maybe if you could just kind of share with everybody kind of how the month uh, shook out for us and and uh, what did the stats look like? Yeah, so you know it, it's um, interesting that we're, we're we're hearing and feeling a lot of what we heard and felt last January. Mm-hmm. Uh, very low inventory, uh, multiple offers, right. you know, high escalations over ask, um, and you know we're we're seeing that in the market um, in in January. Um, you know, for Monroe County, um, surprisingly, for the stories that I heard, it was only nine point four six percent 
average over ask in Monroe. Mm -hmm. You factor in Monroe and surrounding about 7.63, still high, right? Almost right. 10% over ask. Uh, 14617 zip code was our hottest zip code of the month. We did six transactions in that zip code at an average of 23% over ask. Really? Right. So normally we look at that and say, if we did one transaction and um, you know our highest uh, over ask was almost 39%, um, but there was only one transaction there, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not a real story of what's happening in that right. zip code if it's right. one house. But right. when there's six um, and you're that high over, right? So that, that's a, a big tell of what's going on in a particular area. Um, and then in Onondaga County, you know, 7.01%. That's the highest they've been in a little while. Really? Um, they stayed, they they operated pretty flat last year. And mm -hmm. again, through conversations with some of the agents out there, same idea, right? Very low inventory. Nobody's wanting to sell. They got buyers. And I mean, we do have a lot of buyers right now. Mm -hmm. Um we have a lot of buyers looking to buy um, that, you know, I keep talking to agents and they say, we have listings coming. Um, you know, so if you're a buyer out there and you're looking, don't get frustrated. There's more houses coming, right? right. This is just the start of the year. Usually this is a slower time for inventory. Um, and in, in Onondaga County, actually the highest over ask was 31%. Again, only one house, right. uh, but uh, it does tell you that. Interestingly enough, looking at our, our, our application mix for the month, um, we actually did 32 government transactions um, in the That's month of a January. That's a significant increase. A very significant increase. I mean, we've been historically running about, you know, anywhere from 8 to 12% government mm -hmm. business. And that represented a 20, 26% share of our applications for the month. You know, and Joe, I think that's a really good stat uh, to share when we have this event. Um, but also to talk about how those offers got accepted. Obviously, the, you know, these transactions are going to close. Um, obviously, part of the appraisal, you know, discussion will be that, you know, don't shy away from an FHA offer and right. kind of giving people insight on on how to get those offers accepted. Yep. That's great. So, yeah. So the market beats on, right? Okay. We'll, the we'll market see where, beats on. where we go here. Um, this is the first month and, uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll be pushing out that shareable data uh, to our, our okay. fans of that data soon. That's great. So let's uh, shift gears to mortgage rates. So today was um, some economic news came out today regarding um, you know jobs and I think that yeah. report came in a little stronger. Right? Yeah, it was a, a big, very big miss on the jobs report. Right? Yeah, I think, I think they were estimating one eighty five and it came in at three hundred and thirty. Yeah, something in that range. So, um, so what what impact did that have on rates? So you know we saw the ten year. So the ten year after the Fed spoke, mm -hmm. the ten year Treasury. Um, was kind of dipping down into the, the three eights, mm -hmm. right? We saw that earlier this week, yep. and it's and been historically it's been in the four four and a quarter range. Right. And this morning it was it opened up at four again. Okay. So, um, you know, any of the, this economic data that we keep getting, that the stronger that it reports back, um, the more or less likely it becomes that the Fed will cut rates because yeah. their fear is if we cut too soon. Um, it's going to drive okay. inflation back up. Right. If we cut too late, it's going to stagnate the economy. So they're really kind of in a catch twenty two right now, right. and it has to be precise as to as to how they do it. Um, you know, and a lot of times when we see news like this comes out, we get that knee jerk reaction, and then it kind of settles. Right. Um, we did get above four, and it came back down just around four. I, I don't know where it is uh, this afternoon, but um, and you know where where that comes into play, and actually. Uh, Joel Kahn, the, the national MBA economist, mm -hmm. did a great job of this explaining uh, what what the spread means in all of this. So mm -hmm. mortgage rates are typically based on the 10-year treasury, right. right? They ebb and flow. You know, when people hear the Fed is cutting or raising rates, typically it's the impact of what that has on the 10-year treasury note that right. drives the rate up or down. Right. And historically, 
the spread between the 10-year treasury and mortgage rates has been about 184 basis points. And that mm-hmm. spread is essentially what the banks make, right? right? They're, they're making that money on that spread. And for the last year, it's been up at the 284 basis points. So right. 100 basis points higher, which is wow. why we've seen, I mean, if you think about that 10-year treasury being at four, that means we should be at a 5.875 rate, mm-hmm. essentially. But we're at a 6.875 rate because that spread right now has been running 100 basis points right. higher. And that's been the driving factor with the, the mortgage rates. And part of that is, uh, banks looking at it saying, well, this loan's going to prepay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to keep the rate a little bit higher right. because of that prepayment penalty because right. long-term the bank is making their money on that loan on interest. Yeah. Um, and then the Fed has kind of tapered off you know, their buying of the mortgage-backed securities, which has brought the demand down, which has meant that the spreads or the yields has to be higher for people to want to buy the by the by the securities. Right. Um, so, you know, that Joel actually did a very good job of explaining that and um, it was very insightful to see and, and just, to, just to hear. We felt that number, right? We felt that spread being high. Right. But just to hear it and see it broken down was was really helpful. Yeah. I mean, Joe, I think that's a great segue for us to, you know, for really for us to remind everybody um, that, as you know, I mean, obviously last year when rates really started to, you know, to, to move up, you know, GRB, we launched our rate relief program, which was really designed with the expectation that, Rates did go up so much so fast that at some point rates would come back down within the next one to two years. So when people were when those rates do drop, they would benefit from refinancing with us because we pay a good chunk of the cost with that. And then we rolled out Rate Relief Plus, um, which has been a real big win for us. And Joe, maybe you could kind of just reinforce what Rate Relief Plus is. kind of how it works, an example, and kind of, and maybe the, and we've actually done quite a few of them as well. Yeah. So the Rate Relief Plus, um, what that is, is the, it's a lender funded uh, temporary buy down. Mm-hmm. So if a uh, borrower takes out a mortgage at six and a half percent today mm-hmm. on a 30 year fixed, uh, we would fund the difference of what their payment is based on a five and a half percent rate. Mm-hmm. So if their payment at six and a half percent was a thousand dollars, and their payment at five and a half percent was nine hundred. Those are just round numbers. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, we would take that hundred dollars times twelve. It would be a thousand two hundred dollars, and we would basically fund that into an escrow account. Mm-hmm. So for the first year of their mortgage, they're making their payment at nine hundred dollars, and we're adding that hundred dollars each month to their payment for the first year and making their payment whole. And they're, they're able to then have a lower payment for that first year. And you know those numbers nine hundred and a thousand are low, but I mean if you're doing a bigger loan size, that could be you know, three, four, five thousand dollars over the course of a year less that you would have to pay right. um, when you're making that mortgage payment. So it really helps to, you know, and we, and we see this used right now because, hey, we expect rates to come down. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, why not take a lower payment for the first year? And then worst case scenario, if rates don't come back down, mm-hmm. you're just at whatever rate you would have had today. Right. Worst and best case scenario, rates come down, you're able to refinance. And if there is any balance left in that escrow account, it just gets applied to their principal balance when they refinance. Right. So um, it's a great way to take advantage of a lower payment. And if uh, if you have a house still to sell, mm-hmm. um, maybe you have a family member that's out of work for a little while, you're planning on, on having a child and you know one of the one of the parents is going to be out of work for a short period of time, it gives you that little bit of relief on your right. payment. Um, to, to, to ease into maybe uh, that back into that payment. So yep. it's, it's a great program. Yep. So we've got that. Um, we will continue to offer that program through the end of March. So 
make sure that you reach out to us so that we can kind of help you and your, your uh, clients take advantage of that. So last thing, Joe, I just wanted to, to talk about was um, really we want to engage the folks that listen in. Um, we want to make certain that as we go through this year that we're, um, you know, getting questions regarding things that are important for them to learn more about. I know last month you and I talked a lot about all the different grant programs that are out there and there's numerous, you know, programs and, and trying to ensure that people, um, first of all, know that to become aware of them, how to use them, um, because it can really make such a significant difference uh, to a, a buyer that, you know, is looking to, you know, to get into home, but might not have the funds to do so. So, um, so we want to make sure that, you know, the folks, you know, certainly share with us what you want to learn more um, about. And we're really looking forward to having a, a great um, season, uh, if, if you will. Yeah. Uh, anything you'd like to close with Joe? Yeah, I think, I mean, you touched on it, but uh, you know, our, um, most uh, influential tool, right? Or we, we've talked about these GRB power tools. Right. Um, you know, our mortgage originators. Mm-hmm. Uh, GRB's mortgage originators are very knowledgeable on the grants, mm-hmm. on all of the programs that we have. Um, they're kind of your first line of information, right? So right. if you do have any questions, um, you want to learn more about our products, um, you want to get in contact with one of our loan officers because you don't have a relationship with us, reach out. You know, we'll get you in contact with one. Or if you do have a loan officer that you normally work with and you want to just hear more about what we got going on, we've rolled out a lot of project products right. over the last few years, uh, last few months, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so really getting in touch and understanding what that what we have uh, to offer and how we can help your clients um, win, win homes, win offers. Okay, that sounds good. All right, well, listen, thank you, everybody, for listening in. And uh, we wish everybody a happy Groundhog Day and a great weekend. See ya. The program example provided in this episode is based on a number of factors, including qualifying ratios, credit score, etc. To obtain an accurate representation of your specific situation, please contact a GRB mortgage loan originator. Please check with a GRB loan originator for current interest rates.